Well, uh, now I know why I was sick. I think that was providential that God had me feeling a little queasy so that we could hear that. Let's pray once again. Father, we thank you for your word here, and we ask now if there's anything else you'd have to say to us, that you'd be kind and merciful to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I just wanted to share a few thoughts on seeking God. Fits in, I think, pretty well with what Mason shared, but let's uh, let's turn to Psalm 105 just as a reference point here. <clears throat> Psalm 105. O give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, Speak of all his wonders, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. So it's an exhortation, no matter where we are in the Christian life, to seek God, seek his face continually. Um, I read this quote by uh, a theologian and philosopher uh, from about a thousand years ago. Anselm was his name. He was the Archbishop of Canterbury. This would be around uh, 1093. Anyway, he said this, and actually this is from, uh, some of these thoughts are from A.W. Tozer here tonight. This is where I got this quote. Come now, slight man, flee for a little while thy occupations, hide thyself for a time from thy disturbing thoughts, cast aside now thy burdensome cares, and put away thy toilsome business, yield room for some little time for God, and rest for a little time in him, enter the inner chamber of thy mind, shut out all thoughts save that of God, and such as can aid in seeking him. Speak now, my whole heart, speak now to God, saying, I seek thy face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. And, of course, the, the burden there is just that we would, in the midst of all that comes upon us day in and day out, that we not forget to seek God. As the psalmist said, seek his face Continually. Really, this is what we were made for. Uh, even in the garden, before the fall, man knew God, but he was to seek God. And after the fall, that's still God's desire, really, for all men. Let's turn to uh, Acts 17. 
Acts 17 and verse 26. says, He made from one every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation, that they should seek God, if perhaps they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. God's purpose, God's desire for his creation, for his for those made in his image is that they would seek him. Um, the problem is, since the fall, we're told that there's none righteous, not even one. There's none who understands. There's none who seeks God. So we are in miserable shape. Uh, how miserable man's lot is when he lost that for which he was made made to seek God, made to know God and to keep seeking God. Uh, you know, it might seem like a contradiction to say that a person can know God and yet keep seeking God. But it's no contradiction because we're talking about God, the infinite, the eternal, the self-existent, the self-sufficient one. You can know him, and all that does is make you seek him more. What's it mean to seek God? Well, it's the spirit of man longing for fellowship with God. Let's look at a few verses here. Psalm 42. Verses 1 and 2. As the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul pants for thee, O God. The spirit of man, that soul, that God's given you. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before him? Um, Psalm 53. No, excuse me, Psalm 63. And verse um, 1. O God, Thou art my God, I shall seek Thee earnestly. My soul thirsts for Thee, my flesh yearns for Thee in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So this thirsting, this hungering after God, Psalm 84. These are similar thoughts from different psalms. Verse 2, my soul longed and even yearned for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. So again, that yearning, that longing to have fellowship, to know the Lord. Um, now, you know, sometimes seeking uh, God has to do with just needing deliverance in a certain area. You see that in the Psalms a lot. It might have to do with uh, needing provision in your life and you seek God or for rest or peace, strength. But supremely what we're talking about here, I think, and what the scriptures are talking about is to know him, to fellowship with him, seeking God. 
Now here's the wonderful thing. He promises that those who seek him shall find him. Um, Lamentations 3.25. You don't need to look this up. Let me just read it to you. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. It's It's a wonderful statement of the character of God. The Lord is good for those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. And then... Uh, let me just read some of these to you. You don't need to look them up. Here in Deuteronomy 4.29, it says, But if from there you seek the Lord your God, this is after uh, the people had sinned and were taken into captivity, and you'd say, well, God's done with them. No, God says, But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you look for him with all your heart and with all your soul. In other words, to seek him Whatever situation, maybe you've really blown it. God says, just seek me. Just seek me. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So, again, just the promise there that God has given to those who would seek. Um, here's one out of First Chronicles. Acknowledge the Lord, of, the God of your Father, and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. But if you seek him, he will be found of you. And then, of course, the probably the most familiar one in the New Testament, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Also, you have the one in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith... For without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, just the promises, and those are just a few of the many promises that God has given us. If we would seek him, we can find him. Um, But here's the caveat, is that what they call it? You can't seek the Lord and hold on to sin. It's just that simple. It's, what that is is trying to move in two directions at the same time. It's impossible. You can't seek the Lord and hold on to sin. So, a couple of verses on that. Uh, Isaiah 56, or 55.6 Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him. While he is near, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous his deeds and let him turn to the Lord. It's, it's an invitation, seek the Lord, but you can't seek the Lord and hold on to sin. Um, Hosea 10, 12. Why don't we look, to the, uh, look this one up? I haven't had you look up very many. And this, although this is a familiar one, it's kind of good to read it. Hosea 10, 12. Sow with a view to righteousness, reap in accordance 
with kindness. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and rain righteousness upon you. He will come and rain righteousness upon you. But there is that part there where it says, break up your fallow ground, those things that have just lain there and not been dealt with, that sin. Break it up. Seek the Lord, for it's time to seek the Lord. And really, I think, if we think about the verse there where it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that's what it's telling you there. You can't really seek God without, you know, seeking his righteousness, which means you turn from sin, you repent and ask God to come again and work in your heart and life. Well, um, Psalm 27, 7 says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, and be gracious to me and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, O Lord, I shall seek. There's the, the invitation from God, Seek my face. And the answer from the heart of the seeking one. Your face, O Lord, I shall seek. Well, let me close then with just this thought from A.W. Tozer. He says, Never forget God is on the side of the thirsty saint. You do not need to persuade him to meet you. He is already persuaded. Just dare to trust him. God is on the side of the thirsty saint. It's because he sent his son to die for us. He sent his son to die so that we could have this fellowship that we're talking about here. So, of course, this is what he wants. So this is not something that uh, we need to try to twist God's arm in the area of him revealing himself to us. He's on the side of the thirsty saint. Amen.